celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Friday, the 22nd day of April 2022. A lot of twos there. Your date for 222022. That's our date. We welcome you to the uh, Friday edition of the Race Day Show, coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas. Weather has changed a bit. Uh, now, yesterday, we had wind all day long and all evening long. It's been a windy year here in Las Vegas, really. Woke up this morning, the wind was still out there, and now, as we look at the, the uh, weather conditions, it is 57 degrees right now, just a little bit after 7 o'clock this morning. We're going to get up to uh, 72, but it's been windy this morning. It's overcast and cloudy, and they say we're going to have rain as much as uh, 55% chance of rain by 11 a.m. this morning here. Then that uh, rain's going to move out, and uh, by uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon, we'll be down to 1% rain and 70 degrees. We're going to top out at 72 by 5 p.m., and then that system works its way out, a system that uh, went through Southern California. And with no racing at Santa Anita, as far as track conditions, it really doesn't matter. But uh, then it's going to clear out, and tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday is going to be beautiful days. We're going to get up to 79 on Saturday, 81 on Sunday. So a little bugaboo happening here as the system, system works through your gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. So right now, that's the way it is. Uh, but uh, at the moment, ground is dry. Wind's still wisping out there, though. And there is overcast. And that's the way the weather is here in Las Vegas. However, we're, we're looking at weather across the country where all the racing is going to be, right? Well, like I said, there's a system that went through uh, California going through here, and it's going to make its way on the jet stream from left to right, west to east. But right now it's clear in all of the midsections of the U.S. of A., all of the southeast sections of the U.S. of A., and all the northeast sections of U.S. of A. Right now all the weather systems seem to be concentrating right at the northern border of California where uh, Minnesota and the Dakotas are at and Wisconsin, etc. Iowa, Illinois, parts of Indiana and the Great uh, Lakes area between snow and uh, rain right now there. So that's just the way it is across the country right now. So we want to remind you that uh, we'll all be in the race books nice and snuggled and well, perfect weather conditions for some racing today. We, on our show today, will have uh, Jonathan Hardoon back, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J. And, of course, Southern California Racing isn't running today, but uh, Jerry will have Aqueduct stuff. And Richie and John Lindo will have uh, Keeneland stuff. And John Lindo will have Oaklawn stuff as well, because Oaklawn is running today as well. So, now, want to count it down with me? Okay. 15 days, 8 hours, 33 minutes, and 4 seconds, 3 seconds, 2 seconds, and counting. Until the Kentucky Derby. Uh, some Derby news. They're starting to uh, get the uh, jockey assignments now. Jose Ortiz is going to ride simplification. 
He has uh, been set to write simplification in the uh, 148th Kentucky Derby on May 7th, according to his agent. Uh, he rode simplification to a victory in the uh, Grade 2 Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream, you remember, and was a third-place finisher in the Florida Derby. So Jose Ortiz has been settled in and secured to ride simplification. And, of course, we know that uh, there are horses on the bubble waiting to see uh, for uh, two specific horses on the uh, Derby list of 20 that have the uh, enough points to get in there. And, of course, uh, they include early voting, which is number 14, and uh, in due time, which is number 22, looking to get in. So we will wait and see Morello also. Uh, so there's some uh, flex going on in the Kentucky Derby before we get the uh, full concrete field of 20. But the Kentucky Oaks looks like it's going to be a 14-horse field, 14 fillies. They predict that this is going to be a full field for the Kentucky Oaks on Friday, May 6th. That include the top echelon ones, Kathleen O, Echo Zulu, Nest, Uragiri, Desert Dawn, Nostalgic, etc. And, of course, Secret Oath, who uh, took a shot in the Arkansas Derby back now in the Kentucky Oaks field for the three-year-old filly. So we got a lot of flex going on yet, that's for sure, for the Kentucky Derby and Kentucky Oaks. But it's going to be a monster. It's just going to be a blockbuster weekend of racing. That's that's absolutely for sure because uh, not only, you know, you'll have the uh, Kentucky Oaks as the highlight on uh, Kentucky Oaks Day Friday, but you'll have the uh, Derby as the uh, centerpiece for the Kentucky Derby Day on Saturday, but a whole bunch of other stakes races highlighting a whole bunch of other great divisions. And by the way, today at Keeneland in the Double Dog Dare Stakes, the return of Malathot. Malathat will run in the double dog, double dog dare stakes today at Keeneland. So we got some of the uh, the horses that, that made headlines in big stakes races last year coming back, and that's a great time of year, that's for sure. want to uh, just give you one piece of news, and this news, you know, we were watching the races at Turf Paradise yesterday with all those stakes races there. They had abundance of uh, stakes races at Turf Paradise yesterday. And watching those races, you were kind of wondering, because most of the stakes races were won by horses, like two horses dueling and then the rest of the field way back there. A lot of the favorites went down too, by the way. I mean the heavy favorites. But the Arizona Racing Commission had their monthly meeting yesterday, and they are concerned of the equine fatality rate there at the Arizona tracks for the 12-month period ending March 31st. Now, per 1,000 starters, they had 3.34 uh, fatalities, more than double the national average of 1.39 per 1,000. Now, they say the track's taken steps to combat the higher fatality rate that includes measures to bringing in a uh, regulatory veterinarian from Texas to Turf Paradise for the past month. They say the horses are starting to show some wear and tear and been having to scratch several horses each day. But uh, the Racing Commission says they think that's a, 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 that's been a contributor and a positive contributor to reducing the fatalities now. Like we said, national fatality rate for 2021, 1.39 per thousand. And in the physical year 2019 to 20, which of course was shortened up by COVID pandemic at the tracks, the Arizona tracks had 22 fatalities. So far, last season the number was 20. So far this year, through March, it's been 22. So they uh, they got to take a look at that there at Arizona, uh, certainly in Turf Paradise, because. Uh, Watching the races yesterday, Turf Paradise, and uh, seemed a little bit uh, unusual, to say the least. Anyhow, we move ahead with today's racing show on this Friday. We'll go to our first break. When we get back, we'll uh, get.
get Jonathan Hardoon jumping on board here. We got to find out the CyberKnife update, don't we? Sure. Hey, we got a twin queue for you today too from Station Casinos and of course our handicappers, etc. And your racing menu. So we're just getting started on this Friday. Grab that second cup of coffee, stay nice and warm, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty now listen there's only 15 days to go until the kentucky derby 14 days to go until the kentucky oaks two big monster racing days there are Churchill Downs, and, of course, we're going to have a seminar here at the uh, South Point. Again, the South Point is going to have a derby seminar right after the Kentucky Oaks card is complete on Friday, May 6th. It'll be in the Grand View Lounge right next to the race book. The lounge, uh, you know, uh, is a lounge, so, it, you know, you'll have uh, seating and all that. It'll be really nice there in the Grand View Lounge right next door to the book. So if you need to bet a, a late race or something, you can uh, bet at the book, but no problem to jump out, back in your seat. Now, the seminar uh, will be held at 6 o'clock in the Grandview Lounge, and uh, John Lindo, uh, the in-house handicapper there with the Lindo Report, will be on hand, along with Daily Racing Forum's Brad Free. They'll chop up the derby for you, and uh, I'll try to keep uh, air traffic controlling these guys, and also, uh, just in case, a lot of other great races that we can make money as well. They'll be highlighting those as well. It's the uh, Derby Seminar on Friday, May 6th, and then the next day up in the ballroom. For the big derby viewing party and all the betting on the uh, derby card. It's in the ballroom upstairs, and uh, they got big, big, like, uh, you know, conference tables, big uh, tables there where you could spread out your form and all that good stuff. You want to come in to Las Vegas for that at the South Point? You, they got a derby weekend package Friday and Saturday, the 6th and 7th. You couple them all up uh, for 299 bucks, just in case you want to come out. Oh, look, the sun has shined out here. The sun is coming out in Las Vegas, but we know that we're expecting a little bit of rain later on. Anyhow, that's uh, here. Like I said, we're going to stay inside nice and dry, so not a problem. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone. Uh, also, I want to remind everybody out there that... Um, Aqueduct. Whew, man, Aqueduct had the uh, pick six uh, payoff of 23737 yesterday. That was a goodie. Turf Paradise, though, with all those stakes races, had the biggest payoff of the day. A 50-cent pick five paid 57354 Whew, man. Okay. And uh, a quick look at uh, Keeneland. Uh, Richard Baltus and Flavian Pratt teamed up to win the eighth race. 
And uh, Mike McCarthy won the ninth race. So you got Southern California trainers there doing their good deals. Uh, Apprentice Diaz had a couple of winners. Irad had a couple of winners. But a lot of favorites except for one long shot that paid 39 bucks yesterday at Keeneland. And as far as, uh, by the way, the uh, all-turf pick three, $4 even, 460 823 the numbers. Paid 87 bucks for $3, so that was a bunch of favorites there. And at Aqueduct yesterday, the early pick five paid $18,833.75. <laughs> yeah. $6 even, $14.80, 11 even, $7.50, and the fifth race was the one that made it happen. $40.80, winning numbers. 622106. Mm, 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 mm. Alrighty. Wanna thank Jonathan Hardoon. He came up with the winner of the seventh race for us yesterday at Aqueduct. That's a 920 winner there. So our handicappers struck there at Aqueduct. Alright, here's the menu today of racetracks. Now remember, first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. Why? Because we're here in Las Vegas. This is race day at Las Vegas. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. So if you're listening here locally, yeah, at Sports Talk 1400 AM, these will be the first post times. If you're listening on the other platforms, we have the websites, the phone apps, the um, podcasting, etc. And you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? Here, then, is your menu for today. We begin with Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay has nine races today, and their first post time at Tampa Bay today. With a pick six jackpot carryover of $12,836, is set at 920, 920, Tampa Bay! Yeah! Next comes Laurel Park. Laurel Park has nine races. Their first post time at Laurel set at 9.40 today. 9.40 at Laurel. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $4,793. 9.40 first post at Laurel today. Then we get to Keeneland. Keeneland Racecourse has ten races today. As we said, the feature race is the Double Dog Dare Stakes. Great three for 300000 a mile and 16th. Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up. Compact field of six. But i got to tell you, Malathot is the 4-5 to five favorite with John Velasquez aboard. All eyes will be on her for her comeback. Bonnie South, though, is 8-5 to five in the race. She, uh, she is expected to give her all she can handle. A good six-pack for the Double Dog Dare. That's the ninth on the card. Ten races overall at Keeneland. And a first post time of 10 a.m. 10 a.m. first post at Keeneland today. Gulfstream Park is next. Uh, Gulfstream Park has their pick six jackpot carryover at $48,404. $48,404. That's the cash in there. But if you happen to be the only single ticket hitter today, if you hit that jackpot pick six with a single ticket, they'll pay you hundred grand. Yeah. Nine races Gulfstream today. First post time, 10.05. Then you have Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Now, Aqueduct, uh, they're... Uh, Sunny, track is fast, turf courses are firm, 61 degrees post at post time. Your turf races will be races two and five on the outer turf, and the ninth race will be uh, contested on the inner turf at Aqueduct. And uh, Aqueduct has uh, nine races, and their first post time is 10:20. Then you have Oaklawn Park, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oaklawn, nine races today. First post time, 11 a.m. They're not racing in Southern California, but they are racing in Northern California. Golden Gate. Golden Gate's first post time is 1.15. I imagine they'll get a lot of the Southern California players playing there today, won't they, you think? All right, Golden Gate has a uh, super high five carryover of $7,771. First post time, 1.15 at Golden Gate today. Penn National. Their super high five jackpot carryover, $11,380. They have eight races. First post time, 3 p.m. Evangeline Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 3.30. And Charlestown wraps it up for the menu today. They have eight races at Charlestown. With a pick six jackpot carryover of $58,496. And the first post time of 4 p.m. 4 p.m. at Charlestown today. Okay. That is your menu. For this, uh, thank goodness it's Friday with the uh, now sun shining between all the clouds here in Las Vegas. So we'll take it as we can get it. Jonathan Dardoon, good morning. 
Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Doing fine now. The sun's out, but the wind is still blowing. I got I got dust all over the place. <laughs> Listen, don't complain. Eighty percent of the time, you have terrific weather. So <laughs> yes, eighty percent, and then and then the other the other twenty percent is is either too hot or too cold. But so right, uh, so you can throw in some wind along the way, and you'll be fine. Yeah, That's it. And not a problem. I'm not driving a camper, so I'm okay. In, That's it. <laughs> in, any, in any case, um, nice winter yesterday uh, for us at Aqueduct yesterday. That was a nice pick. Yeah, the horse's game. He was fast and came back. And he came won, back. And, uh, Carmouche, yeah, Carmouche is a terrific rider and very strong, especially on a speed horse. Mr. Reminds Phil. Reminds me of Maldonado a lot. Yeah, Mr. Phil got headed, and then he came back on the rail, re-rallied and won and paid 920. And uh, gosh, uh, the early pick five paid eighteen thousand and change. The late pick five paid eighteen thousand and change. So that forty dollar horse in the fifth race that overlapped both of them really made it happen, didn't they? Yeah, that's a problem when the final leg is the first leg because you know you're like locked in on your first pick five, and then you want to go. They want you to double down, mm-hmm. but you know they have no choice. That's just the way the card works out, and. Uh, if you got lucky, you had an opportunity to make some money. Yeah, no question about that. That's for sure. And uh, update, the CyberKnife update. Uh, he works tomorrow, and then one more work next Saturday, and then uh, we're ready to go. So and, far, so good. Everything is uh, looking good, and uh, he's doing fine. He's very happy. And those are the reports I got. Now, uh, we'll say this, that the next big hurdle, so to speak, is going to be the post-position draw, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you obviously don't want to draw the rail. I mean, you know, they should do something about the post-position draw anyway, Ralph. Um, you know, a horse like Epicenter, who earned 164 points, uh-huh. you know, he should have somewhat of an edge by earning the most points, you know. Uh, and if you're like number 20 and you draw it on the last day, I just think the body of work is, you know, it's like the playoffs in, in basketball or baseball or whatever. Uh-huh. If you have the most wins, you should get rewarded somehow. And like, I'm uh, not saying to do it for the whole draw, but it's just an idea that they should certainly look at. Like when you when in the uh, for uh, sports in the playoffs, the number one team will you play. Get a buy. Play, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah and, or they'll play. Buy if you have the best record. Yeah, or they'll play uh, the four number four team. They'll, the best will play the worst in the divi- uh, in the uh, playoff. Uh, you know uh, brackets. Right. So a horse that gets in on uh, as number twenty with just enough points. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a someone like Epicenter earned one hundred sixty four points. Should not only that he danced out more dances. He should he should be rewarded some way. It would it would be a terrible thing if Epicenter drew the rest. How about this? You know what I'm saying? How about this? I'm just throwing this out there. How about this? All the horses they get a hundred points or more get to draw, and if they don't like their post right. position, they get a second draw. In other words, you put a back the pill back in the in the in the container, and they get a second draw. Then the horses from let's say uh, uh, ninety nine to fifty, uh, they get uh, to draw next, and and they do the same thing. Right, the second get, group. It's yeah. like when you're, you're you're boarding a plane. Here's it's group one, group two, group three. The same kind of thing. I mean, I just think you should be rewarded if you earn more points. That's all. Even if you just take all the horses that that earned a hundred points yeah. and let them get to choose their posts. And then draw the rest of the group out. Oh, you, know, you, I, you just, want them to choose their post. I thought maybe it'd be a little exciting to have them draw and then draw All right, post. however you want to do it. Have them draw. Have all the 100-point horses yeah. draw first. Draw you know, first. Or, or something like that. And then, and then we get the drama of sitting there saying, do they want to take that post position or take a chance and put it back in the exactly. jar and go for another one that might be better? Yeah, if you remember a few years ago, they would get to choose your own post position, yeah. I think, by money earned, by money earned. So, you know, I just think something like that is fair because you're really leaving it open, wide open, and uh, everybody doesn't have the same chance. Everybody didn't earn the same amount of points to get where they were. Yeah. So it's just an idea. They could always, you know, tweak it and make it better, and I just think that would be a good thing, personally. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. 
be a lot of it fun. Would. It yeah. would. Be, uh, yeah, you know, then the draw would really – well, the draw certainly means something anyway, but it would – you know, there would be more involvement from the connections. Yeah, well, it means something to the owners and trainers, uh, but the gamblers, you know, they, it gets a little bit uh, – you know, they say, well, just give me the field let me start handicapping, one of those things. But, yeah, it would yeah, be a lot of fun. But it means something to the handicappers as well. Well, it does, but it only means something to the handicappers after it's been done. It's not like, uh, you know, they, right, have, they don't right. have any control. Anyhow, just uh, a lot of a uh, lot of thinking going on, little little uh, brainstorming for the uh, draw. But right now, it's a traditional draw, right? They just uh, draw the pills. Yeah, it's the old fashioned pick a pick a name, pick a number. Pick pick <laughs> pull out the it. card uh, with the name on it, yeah. pull out the number, and that's it, kiddo. The pill. Yeah, and that's it. It is, and to some people, it's going to be a real pill. <laughs> a big yeah, headache. It's yeah, it's going to be a poison pill. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, I'd, I can't remember the last horse with the number one post that won. Now, we're not we're not talking about, like, they, they always go with these stats, and they go back, like, at the beginning of the derby when they had, like, five horses in the field or something. You, you know, yeah. and they say, well, the number one post. Well, you know, come on, give me a break. We got to, you know, like, it should be uh, taking the stats from um, uh, 20-horse fields in the Kentucky Derby. Right. So, I, I just don't know if yeah. the uh, – I can't remember one horse winning. From well, the one post. There's only one difference. Mm-hmm. Made, but there's only one difference. I think uh, now they're going to have the 20-horse gate. So the mm-hmm. one may not be as bad no. because they're all in the same gate. Right. But it, you still don't want the rail because 19 horses, are, for the most part, are going to cross over on you and you're going to be shuffled back to, to nowhere. Yeah. So you, you never want the rail in a 20-horse field, that's for sure. But, again, the new gate, who knows? It may be different, but I don't think it's going to be that much different. Well, they had the, this will be, what, the third year that with the new gate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll wait and see. We'll see how that uh, shakes out. In the meantime, we got to shake out another winner because i got to get my uh, you know derby weekend bankroll going. I'm going to start it out with your winner yesterday. What do we got today? Okay, let's look at the third race today at Aqueduct. And I like this is six furlongs on the main track. It's an optional claiming event. And uh, Miss Brazil makes her return to the races. And she's the even money morning line favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, she's certainly the horse to beat. You know, these are the times you want to beat these horses off the of layoffs. They're certainly not squeezed for the max. Uh, this horse is using this horse. This race is a prep race. Uh-huh. I think she's vulnerable today at a short price. I like number three, Peace of My Heart. Mm-hmm. Five-year-old man makes a second start since joining the Danny Gargan barn. She ran very well first time out. She's been freshened up. She's listed at 41 in the morning line. I like number three, Peace of My Heart to win today's third race out at Aqueduct. All right. In the third race, you like the three, Peace of My Heart. I'm going to think... Just by looking at some of the stats I got in front of me, that Jerry Jackowitz might land on the same race. So both of you guys probably look at this the same way. In the third race, number three, piece of my heart, uh, and taking this opportunity to try to beat the comebacking Miss Brazil, who's the even money favorite. Third race, the three, Jonathan Hardoon's play at Aqueduct. Third race, number three. Okay. What next? Well, being in Jerry's company isn't the worst thing in the world, so I will take that as a compliment. <laughs> well, I'm taking it as you guys are doing a lot of handicapping the same, <laughs> so that's not bad. No, that's a good thing. All right. Let's go to Gulfstream, race number eight, five furlongs on the turf, and I like the number seven horse in here, Baroni Chesco. This is a three-year-old called from the Antonio Sono barn. Second start back, first uh, first time on Lasix today. This horse had some very good figures as a two-year-old on the grass. Mm-hmm. Junior Alvarado aboard to ride. He's listed at 9-2 to two on the morning line. I like number seven, Baroni Chesco, to win today's eighth race. And I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, but I listened to the replay specifically, and that's the way Peter Yellow called the horse. Well, a, na- a guy named a yellow calling a horse by that name is probably doing it right. <laughs> I would say so. So, in the eighth race, the Very seven, Baroni, Cesesco, Cicello? Chesco, he called Chesco. it. Chesco. <laughs> he called it Chesco, yeah. Baroni, Chesco. The seven in the eighth Listen, race. It's the, it's the seven horse in the, the eighth race. race. There you go. <laughs> eighth race at Gulfstream number seven. All right, now you got uh, full handicapping sheets, I know, for Aqueduct, Keeneland, and Gulfstream today, right? Correct. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. No, no, no. Wait a minute. You've got Gulfstream, Keeneland, Aqueduct, and Oakland today. Yeah. Correct. Not forget. Full menu. 
Let's not forget Oaklawn. You're doing a lot of work there, so let's make sure. you got four full tracks today at your website. What's it? J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. There you Very go. Very easy. There you go. All right, you keep an eye on CyberKnife for us. I will tomorrow. I'll be texting in. Thanks, Ralphie. Stay safe and be well. You got it, my man. You too. Jonathan Ardell. We're living vicariously through him and CyberKnife in the Kentucky Derby. All righty. Hey, I got a twin cue for you, and that's coming up next. And then, of course, Rajang, Jerry J, and John Lendo yet. So don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. Bum, bum. Alrighty, time to get you a 20Q for today, courtesy of Station Casinos. You know, they spoil the race players here with that special 20Q they have, and they got one today that you can only play at the Station Casinos for $5,000. Today's 20Q features a couple of races at Keeneland. And here they are. The first 20Q race today at Station Casinos for $5,000 will be the eighth race at Keeneland. It is a race on the turf. Four rolls and up in the lounge race at a mile and a half. So you get a mile and a half marathon on the turf as the first of the two-part puzzle in the Twin Q today at Station Casino's eighth race. Now, there are 11 in the race, and the morning line favorite is four to one. Mile and a half, 11 go on the turf, eighth race, Keeneland, first half of the Twin Q. The second half will be right after the featured Double Dog Dare Stakes, the 10th and final race on the card. This race is for maidens, fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up, at five-and-a-half furlongs on the turf. So this is really, really a unique puzzle for the Twin Q today. Both turf races, and they bookend the, fa- uh, the feature race today. The eighth race is a mile-and-a-half on the turf. For allowance horses, the 10th race is five and a half furlongs on the turf for maidens. And that race sees a field of 16. And the morning line favorite there is two to one. So an interesting puzzle today for this Friday. Station Casinos Twin Q, 8th and 10th races at Keeneland. Post time right around 144. Right around 144. An interesting Twin Q, wouldn't you say, Mr. Richang? I tell you what, there are no easy Twin Qs. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Even even when you get a twin Q where you think you have the favorite there, you know what happens sometimes. So, uh, but this is an interesting twin Q, that's for sure. And the double dog dare, of course, uh, the uh, feature of the ninth race on the card with Malathat coming back. What do you think, Malathat ready to? I know the screws aren't tightened, but you think uh, she's tight enough to to beat uh, Bonnie South in this race? Well, I heard you talking about uh, Bondi South being the main foe, and you know I, I, I agree with that 100. percent That uh, she's a really nice Philly Malathot, and you know, the, the you know the Philly and Mare division is unbelievably strong. I mean, we see uh, some nice Phillies in the Apple Blossom uh, tomorrow, yep. and uh, you know because um, uh, we got Latruska and CC and Clarier, and you know you got a horse like this coming back, and there's there is a lot of really nice uh, Phillies and Mare, so. Uh, in a way, that that could be an outstanding Breeders' Cup edition uh, race if we can all keep them all healthy and uh, get them to the end Ooh, of the year. Oh boy, huh? I'll tell you what the yeah. uh, the uh, the the division of uh, fillies and fillies and mares uh, really strong. As I uh, indicated at the top of the show, the Kentucky Oaks looks like it's going to be a full field of fourteen in there, and about four or five of them. Wow. 
Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that too, Ralph. And uh, it, you know, in in previous years before the points, you, you might see one or two of them actually switch over and try the the males, you know, Dwayne Lucas style. But now with the point system, uh, that option's not available. But uh, uh, it, it, <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, I one that Philly that I really like a lot is Nest. And if I can get a square price on her compared to the others, uh, you know, who knows? I, I may be, I may be trying her pretty good on Friday. Boy, did she have a solid win in the Ashland? Huh? That was solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, with a fourteen horse field and the depth of the field, I mean, if I could, you know, see a odds like six, eight, ten to one on a filly like her being the third or fourth choice, that's not too shabby, bro. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And like we said, a lot of great races. Stakes races surrounding the Kentucky Oaks on Friday and the Kentucky Derby on Saturday at Churchill. But today, Amalathot returns, starts uh, her uh, 2022 campaign in the Double Dog Dare. Twin Q on either side of that race. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting last half of the card at Keeneland. And you have a full Keeneland report right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. you got full uh, card at Keeneland uh, selections there. And i got to tell you, I've been enjoying the races at Keeneland. Well, yeah, full fields, really wide-open races in a lot of uh, situations. Uh, the, the jockey comedy, as I uh, said the other day, I mean, it's it's world it's world class. I mean, it's a phenomenal group. And then uh, sometimes you see these upsets, and you know, some of these kids uh, may not be getting the, the 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 shortest price horses, but they're riding on their belly, Ralph. And uh, so you get good jockeys at square prices all across the board. It's a really great racing. And convention. you got a cross-section of uh, the best uh, trainers and jockeys from the east side of the uh, Mississippi and, of course, uh, from the west side of Mississippi. I mean, we got uh, we had Mike McCarthy win a race yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Baltus won a race with Flavian Pratt yesterday. So uh, a good mixture uh, of uh, competition there at Keeneland. Makes it fun to play the races there, that's for sure. And my goodness, we talk about the Kentucky Oaks and the full field and the deep field there. But, you know, you had 37 Kentucky Derby points races spread over 210 days. And we're still waiting. A couple of horses are sitting on the bubble, waiting a decision by early voting and Morello to get into the field. I mean, (laughs) this really is something. And there's still time for actually more movement because horses are fragile. Uh, You know, stuff happens overnight. And uh, if a, a horse on the body of the Derby, uh, for whatever reason, has to drop out, then somebody else moves in. And uh, that's what those ho- owners and trainers are hoping for, is to get into the gate. No kidding, that's for sure. Hey, give me a winner today at Keeneland. All right, I tell you what, let's uh, let's go to a really, really uh, difficult race. Is race number two. It's a mile and the 16th on the grass. Ooh, the rail's man. out 15 feet. Yeah. You know, uh, made in a special weight. It's looking at a purse, 100,000. And uh, let's give uh, let's give a couple guys named uh, Chad Brown and Flavion Pratt a chance to win this race. Uh, mm. The number nine Pharaoh song. This is an American Pharaoh daughter, and uh, she made her debut at uh, Gulfstream Park. Uh, I thought she did well to to be fourth out of eleven. It was kind of a tough trip, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the winner came right back to win again. So uh, we get Flavion Pratt today. So let's go twenty five win plays two for the ROI number nine Pharaoh's Song race two at Keeneland. Uh, second race at Keeneland, a very deep and competitive mile and sixteenth turf race for maiden three year old fillies. You like the nine Pharaoh's Song, Flavian Pratt, Chad Brown. That's the uh, team that's got the nine Pharaoh's Song in the second race and. It will be a square price because this is a wide-open affair. Number nine in the second race is uh, Rich Play at uh, Keeneland. Don't forget to get the rest right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. All right, thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks. By the way, hey, I, I, I wanted to ask you, Yeah. Uh, sure. you you taking a look at any of the USFL uh, uh, games or anything like that? I've just been watching the highlights. I haven't actually sat down and watched games. I watched the highlights, and... Uh, I don't have a feel for it to even bet $5 yet. <laughs> I could tell you I was impressed the first week by the New Jersey Generals. That's uh, one, race, one of the teams that I was impressed with. Okay, thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right, John and Jerry are next. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Friday, and uh, we're going to go right out to Mr. John Lindo standing by in Southern California. John, you won't be able to go to the racetrack today. No, but you know the uh, the computer allows me to watch stuff around the nation, so I'm okay. I'll I'll survive, and uh, it worked out okay. Anyways, we got some rain this morning in Santa Anita. Kind of caught them off guard, so the track was open and took some water. So uh, you know, it's it's not a bad thing that we had the day off. It worked out okay. Yeah, well, we're getting a piece of uh, what's going on there. We got parts of the valley that have overcast and looks like it's there are rain clouds getting ready to burst, and then the other parts of the valley. The sun is shining through, and all between all of that stuff is uh, still the wind that's here. So uh, we're waiting for the transition until we get to the weekend. It's going to be nice, that's for sure. But you're uh, yeah. you're staying busy. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like I say, Oakland comes back for the three-day weekend, and Keeneland is underway all week. So uh, a lot of good racing at both tracks today. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, i got to tell you, um, you know, <laughs> let's not overshadow the fact that Oakland uh, tomorrow we'll have two races with a purse of a million dollars each. That's something, pal. That's not too bad, not too shabby. And the Apple Blossom is a terrific race, has a great history, and you've got Latruska and Cece in that race tomorrow. So uh, it drew the right kind of mares. That'll be a, that'll be a battle. It's only five mares going in this race, but like you say, Latruska seven to five. Uh, CC two to one, and you got Clarier in there that might upset the apple cart of both of them with the uh, combination of Asmussen and uh, Rosario. Right, that came up, that race came up so tough that Malathot's over in the Double Dog Dare today <laughs> in Keeneland. <laughs> so some good fillies and mares running this weekend. The other million dollar race, the Oakland Handicap, a Grade Two, uh, sees a, a a little bit larger field. There's eight in that race. Fearless is nine to five. And uh, you've got uh, at five to two uh, Plainsman. Uh, that's a Brad Cox and Rosario uh, team there, and of course, Fearless has uh, or Jose Ortiz riding for Todd Pletcher, and that's not too shabby a race either. No, it's good, and uh, you know, one horse that's had a terrific meet in that race is Rated R Superstar. He's a nine-year-old, and yep. all he does is come back and run big races in, in big purses. And uh, you know, he was claimed, and he's made over a million bucks, and. I tell you what, he's a fun horse. If they go too fast, he'll come mortaring down the stretch, but it's a good rendition. Again, 12 races tomorrow. They start early at 10-10 Pacific time, and they'll have the additional mid-race, uh, mid-card pick fives and pick fours as part of that 12-race card at Oakland on Saturday. And let's not forget a Southern California influence in that Oakland handicap is uh, Richard Baltus, uh, trained idol, that gets uh, Ramon Vasquez, who's doing well in Southern California, has ridden and won for Baltus there. And since Santa Anita is uh, taking a little respite, uh, Vasquez is back at uh, Oakland Park. And why not go back there if you can ride in a million-dollar race with a horse to win it? Right, and Idol, you know, uh, he's a horse that likes a little firmer track than the deep track at Santa Anita, even though he won the Santa Anita Handicap there uh, last year. Uh, He ran well at Churchill Downs, and horses that handle Churchill tend to handle Oakland as well. So uh, he's a live shipper for Baltus and and Ramon Vasquez. Okay, time to get started with the update at Oakland, uh, jockey and trainers, etc.? Okay, as far as the uh, jockeys go, uh, David Cabrera, who's out for the rest of the meet, he's still the leading rider. He's got 62 winners. Ricardo Santana Jr., second with 54, and Francisco Arrieta rounds out the top three. He's got 50. Steve Asmussen is your leading trainer at Oakland, 48 wins. 
Robertino Duro has 39, and then you have Brad Cox with 28. Okay. And, of course, um, uh, batting favorites? Favorites are just above normal, just slightly at 36%. Okay. Now, I want to remind everybody after the uh, uh, jockey and trainer standings, Cabrera, of course, on the sideline, so he's stuck at 62. San, uh, Santana may have a chance to, to beat him. He had four wins on Saturday at Oakland, along with uh, Joel Rosario, and Asmussen and Cox had three wins apiece as well. A big day on Saturday for these guys. Yeah, the top guys, all they were collecting wins in bunches on Saturday, and they were dark on Sunday. So uh, Rosario, like you say, four, Santana four, and you know Asmussen is going to be tough to catch if he keeps throwing out three winners a day out there. <laughs> no kidding. And I want to remind everybody that the Linda report seen the ball very well at Oakland Park. Uh, through Saturday, because they didn't run on Sunday. Through Saturday, uh, they ha- you had 537 top selections so far at the Oakland meeting. 166 of them reported home a win. So your batting percentage there is 30.9%. And your ROI is in the positive. Uh, for every buck you bet, you got a dollar three, which is beating the takeout, that's for sure. And got to tell you, doing well there. The Lindo Report today for both Keeneland and Oakland Park. Full Lindo Reports available right now exclusively only at the South Point where John and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Brad Free will, get, will yeah. get together with you uh, for the uh, Kentucky Derby seminar on uh, Friday, the 6th of May, right after the Kentucky Oaks card. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. This is shaping up as a good derby this year, and the Oaks will be strong too. Ooh. So, you know, we, we might have to get to the windows before we go to the do oh, the seminar. Route. No question about that. That Oaks going to be an overflow field, and I'm going to tell you, four to five to six uh, Phillies, uh, three-year-old Phillies right at the top are genuine, really good Phillies, that's for sure. So it's going to be exciting. All right, give me a couple of picks. I, I guess I need one at Oakland and one at uh, Keenan. Okay, let's go to Oakland first. Oakland, let's go down to the ninth and final. Number three, Trekkeland had to make a, make a couple of moves last time, got yeah. beat a length going a mile and an eighth, shortens up a sixteenth of a mile, so the mile and a sixteenth will be better for him. There was a late scratch at number two, Last Chance at Glory, who looked like the main pace rival. So mm-hmm. the pace scenario comes up even better. You get a rider switch to Francisco Arrieta. I like the conditions here. It's been solid for this 40,000 starter. So anything close to the 9-2 to two morning line is a play. Number three, Truculent, race number nine at Oakland. Ninth race at Oakland, number three, Truculent. And I remember uh, you gave that horse out last time, and it had um, three different moves in a race trying to I don't know what the jockey was thinking about, but he had three different moves in the race and ran on well anyhow. Couldn't win the race, but uh, I think Arietta will probably give him a, a genuine ride here today in the ninth race, the three truculent. John Lindo's play, the three in the ninth race at Oaklawn. And now we'll go to Keeneland. Okay, Keeneland conditions are fast and good. I didn't have the conditions yet at Oakland, but fast and good uh, for Keeneland on the turf, obviously. And those turf races are wide open. Let's let's take a shot at a number in the fifth race, mm-hmm. a five-and-a-half furlong turf sprint. Number 12, Nola Benny, looked really good breaking the maiden at turf uh, at Turfway Park on the Tapita, mm-hmm. but the best career race came sprinting on the turf at, at uh, Keeneland, and that's wow. what she does today. Wow. This is a race that could fall apart late. Now, she'll be sitting back and making one run. You know, it, it's hard to, to take a big stab at a price when you're coming from far back sprinting, but at 15 to 1, there's value here. Mm-hmm. Number 12, Nola Benny, to, at the very least, maybe gets in the exotics and make a little win bet here. Number 12, Nola Benny, race 5 at Keeneland. Our fifth race wraps up the early pick 5 and early pick 4 at Keeneland. It is 5.5 furlongs on the turf, but it is a full field. This one breaks from the outside, and there should be a real good scrum early. And uh, they can come from behind on that wide home stretch in the turf course at Keeneland. So at 15-1, to 1, it poses a lot of value here. The 12, Nada Beanie, uh, the 12 in the uh, fifth race at uh, Keeneland is your play, and with that kind of price, you can bet them uh, win in the first, second, and third spot in your exotics as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, if we can get lucky and, and take down the pick five ending with that and catch some exactors or tries around it, uh, yeah. it'll be a good day. And the $3 all-turf uh, pick three will be uh, that fifth race. That'll start it uh, along with the eighth and tenth races as well. Get the full Linda report for all of Keeneland and all of Oakland Park. Selections in all the races, suggested late pick four, and all the goodies there. Full sheets exclusively and only at the South Point Racebook here in Las Vegas. All right, thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Good luck today. All right, you got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. 
Good morning, Ralph. You know, we often talk about betting, Mm -hmm. and uh, John just said something to me that made me think of something I want to say to the listeners. Mm -hmm. The biggest mistake the average player makes is they bet smaller or less money on their long shots than they do on their shorter-priced horses. You should be betting the same amount. Uh, True that the shorter-priced horses you have more confidence in, but the longer price horses, you have more equity or more pricing, mm-hmm. and the price will make the difference. You won't hit the, the twenty to one shot as often as you hit the nine to five shot, but you have to get all that money when the twenty to one shot does come in. So, just a full unit bet on anything you feel like betting. Don't bet half units or quarter units or a tenth of a unit or a little two dollar taste. That's the same amount on everything. Uh, prime example, it could be at uh, that uh, your pick in the uh, fifth race yesterday. Aqueduct was a nice price. Oh, yeah. it was, <laughs> the horse was, excuse me, nine to one. One of uh, ten and a half to one. Actually. Oh, okay. Well, uh, ten and a half to yeah. one then, and was beaten by a horse that was nineteen to one. But the the fact is that that's what you're talking about in making plays here. And you could be a little bit wrong and, and still be right. Unfortunately, the $40 horse was not one of your link-ups, but your horse uh, ran very well in that fifth race, even though he got beat by a bigger price. All right. We always bet, I mean, just as a second kind, we always bet 10 to 1 shots to win in place using the spreads, the all. So, you know, the the, the play came back very rich. It was really worth worth the bet. I mean, even if you only had that, 19 to 1 shot on an all ticket. Whoa. It still came back like 16 to 1. Yes, I, absolutely. We're running out of time. we got to get a pick from me for right, Aqueduct. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the third race. I figured you would. Play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go to the third. This is the Janice Joplin play. We'll play Peace of My Heart, the three horse. Uh-huh. We're play, okay. win, and we'll play the three over the one, two, and do a one, two over the three reverse. All right. Jonathan Ardoon came with the same play. I told him you would, too. So in the third race, the three is the key, and the one and two are the link-ups and reverse number three in the third. Another one quick. Okay. Let's go to the fifth race, Dorothy the Boss. First late, uh, blinkers off. Let's take the five over the one, two, three, ten in reverse. All right. In the uh, fifth race, the five over one, two, three, and ten. Fifth race, the five over one, two, three, ten, and reverse $2 ROI, two to win on the five. And you gave us two pieces of the early pick four and early pick five. Get the rest right now. The power pages for all the Aqueduct at all the station casinos race books, where today their twin queue for $5,000 will feature the eighth race at Keeneland and the tenth and final race at Keeneland. Well... That was a quick That was. In any case, uh, Jerry, uh, we've got uh, 15 days to go until the Kentucky Derby. going to be exciting. We'll be back here tomorrow at our weekend start time at 8 a.m. God willing, and the crick don't rise. And there's only one more thing to say, and Jerry's going to say it. Have a great race day, everybody.